my homie, he said let's hit Japan If we can make them jam, we can make a hundred grand Spend it in the south of France, nothing further I jump, grab my go-yard trunk Got ready to walk it out like Unk in my John Lennon Chucks That's when I heard murder, you're killing me and filling me with sorrow Sunrise goodbyes and missing you tomorrows I turn to see my dream love, supreme queen Ain't a thing on the scene, cry I drop my bags in the flash, that's faster than one AT on the dash Sir, to dry your tears and wipe the rain from my dear like dash shirt Use the name, who's the username to all my passwords The reason I get fly is I've been Jasper I even keep your picture in my passport Let's go see Paris Wake up in Tokyo Have a dream in New Orleans Fall in love in Chicago May Then we can land in the motherland Camelback across the death sand Take a train Let's keep it real, all in together, free chill. Tell a stewardess to throw a movie on the rail. Heat up my kosher meal, exchange my dollar bills. Lean back in my first class seat and sleep. Don't wake me till I land where they barely understand what I speak, but they nod to my beats. I tell my fans who I am, and they stand and they clap, they applaud. They love me, my God. Oh, Scotty, Shama, Deshtar, I may be au revoir. A spree on St. Henri, then back to Charles de Gaulle. So I can get home and tell her everywhere that I've been and everything that I've done. And tell her that she's the one and, um, let's go to St. Paris and wake up. Dial the seven digits, call up Bridget, her man's a midget, plus she got friends, yo, I can dig it, here's a 40, swing it, you know it's fridge, I got him chilling in the cooler, break out the ruler. Damn, that's fat stoke I've ever seen, the weather's keen in Cali, <laughs> getting weed makes it feel like Maui. Now we feel the good vibrations. So many females, so much inspiration. I get inspired by the blunts too. I front you if you hang with a punk crew. I roam the street for bones to pick. When I find one, I'm done. Take her home and quickly do this. I need not explain this. A plus is famous, so get that anus. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy with Tips podcast with your host Rod and Karen. And we got our guest in the studio. Actually, our first repeat guest. And I guess back by popular demand because a lot of y'all uh, actually said that y'all really enjoyed that that podcast, which yes, I think was did. I think was our longest one, right? Yeah. All right. Well, well, no, no, no need for further delay. Uh, my man, Mr. Montgomery. Is What's good, house. everybody? All right. So uh, it's been good. Which will? Man, nothing. Just working, chilling, tired all the time. Yeah. Yeah, it's married life. Yes, yeah, that's, that's how it is, man. Once they get you trapped, man, they got you for life. Yeah, yeah. It's nothing you can do, brother. But uh, anyway, let's uh get it. Oh, also, I just wanted to say, everybody, uh, we made Movers and Shakers again. Wow. Yeah, we're moving up the charts, man. Like, uh, people, um, I don't know if it's just different plugs or word of mouth or Twitter. You know, we got a couple people uh, from uh, Bomani Jones, uh, his, his show, The Morning Jones. Oh. Yeah, we uh, a couple of listeners actually uh, tweeted me and said, that's how I heard about the show. So, um, 
you know, just thanks for that, man. Thanks yeah. for everybody that's retweeting the links. Yes. Um, and, you know, everybody that's like, even when you just give a quote for the episode and tell people you like it, that's big. Um, yes, it is. I was actually surprised that uh, Patrice listens to our uh, podcast. I was shocked. Yeah. Yeah, at Patrice C on Twitter. That's her uh, Twitter name. But she's uh, actually uh, one of the people I look up to. She has her own website, hellandheartaches.com. Yes. Um, it's kind of a gossip website, but it's funny. And, it's very funny. And uh, it normally has, like, different takes on, on, on uh, what's going on. Yes. So I like going there better than uh, a lot of these other, these, like, uh, Perez Hilton and yes. what would Tyler Durden do. I, I like actually going to her site better than that because it's just funnier. Um, but uh, yeah, you can leave comments on each episode if you want to. Uh, you can email the show at theblackouttips at gmail or you can just hit us up on Twitter um, and we'll give Twitter at the, our Twitter names at the end of the show. So, um, But uh, let's go ahead and get into um, the uh, podcast which is brought to you by Bullet Ball, the official yeah. podcast of Bullet Ball. The official sport of Yeah, it's the official sport of the black guy who tips, saving one African American youth at a time. Yes, you know what I'm saying? Are. Bullet Ball is the official sport for people that will follow their dreams to the bitter end. Yes. <laughs> if you're gonna sleep in your car, if you're gonna lose your marriage, your kids, your sanity, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Bullet Ball, man. That's 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 the, that's the, this podcast is about. I'm gonna do this until I go crazy. Even if I don't have a wife and my kids are gone, <laughs> and all I got is a table and a bunch of jumpsuits that are the same color, um, that might be all I roll with, man. But uh, all right. So um, y'all been hearing about my man Big Ben Roethlisberger? Mm-hmm. He uh, actually just had his first. Um, I don't want to call it a hearing. I, uh, I guess there's a better word for it. But he had a mental evaluation. Okay. Uh, which is mandatory whenever you get uh, an NFL like suspension uh, for behavior problems. Like Michael Vick had to get one. Everybody okay. gets one. Okay. Um, so this dude uh, basically had to go get his uh, mental evaluation. And uh, he got it out today. And they were saying that he might be addicted to all kinds of stuff. So let me uh, read this article. Still is unsure of quarterback status. Ben Roethlisberger has created the behavioral evaluation ordered by NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell as part of the quarterback's six-game suspension for an alleged sexual assault, the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette reported Wednesday, uh, citing an unnamed source. Roethlisberger and the Pittsburgh Steelers are now waiting for word when the quarterback will be cleared by Goodell to resume workouts. Voluntary practices are scheduled May 18th. And give some dates. Fuck those. Uh, on April 21st, Goodell suspended the two-time Super Bowl winner for the first six games of the season. Also ordered him to undergo behavioral evaluation following the March incident in which a 20-year-old college student accused him of sexual assault in Milledgeville, Georgia. The case will not be prosecuted. Um, he's the first player suspended by Goodell under the conduct policy who has not been arrested or charged with a crime. Um, Goodell said the league's conduct policy gave him the right to impose discipline uh, regardless of whether Roethlisberger broke the law. The suspension can be reduced to four games if Roethlisberger c- c- completes an evaluation mandated by the league. Any action that is mandated by that evaluation and he remains out of trouble. So whatever this evaluation says, if it's like, hey man, you got to uh, go to drug rehab, he has to do that. 
Wow. So uh, I guess it depends on the results of this. Yeah. But maybe he'll be in rehab. But some people were speculating like he might be addicted to like drugs or might have alcohol problems. Addicted to rape. Yeah. I, yeah. I was like, his only addiction is uh, unwilling vaginas. He got an addiction <laughs> to, to non-cooperative uh, pussy, and that's not that's something you just can't shake. You know, in rehab after a couple of weeks. Ooh. I wonder. I wonder. Has anybody ever had one of these mental evaluations and failed it? <laughs> like, yeah. well, we're gonna let you come back into the league, but you failed your test, so uh, you got to go. You gotta be pretty damn stupid to, pat, to fail a mental evaluation. Now, I mean, I wonder if it's targeted. I mean, do they ask everything the same thing, or is it like, so I hear you like to rape women? Uh, what's up with that? You know, like. <laughs> yeah, I think I have a feeling that it's more just so they can say they did it and it's all right. for show. And it's like, yeah, go to rehab for two weeks. Right. We and care then, about you as a person. Yeah, just like, like NBA cares. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we care about you as long as you can throw that ball 60 yards. That's right. Um, speaking of which, man, did you hear Deshaun Jackson talking about they didn't lose much when they lost Donovan McNabb and a couple other players this offseason? No. Yeah, okay. Huh. Okay, cuz. You better just. Go, I, I think he was trying to. You, you better come out balling. You, you, yeah. Uh, yeah. Your, your statistics better be higher than they was last year. I think he was trying to support the new quarterback, Kevin Cobb. Um, and y'all, you know, for full disclosure, I'm an Eagles fan, but I'm I'm pretty upset about the letting McNabb go. But um, like okay, you better hope Kevin Kevin Cobb can throw that ball like 60 yards because Deshaun Jackson really only got one play. Yeah, and that's that's the deep yeah. ball. That's the streak. Yeah, yeah. like he, he ain't, his little he ass ain't. don't like the middle. No, because he don't get told to pieces. Yeah, so I, I mean, it's like if you're gonna talk about you ain't lose much, you better hope you didn't lose about twenty yards off of that deep ball because if not, your ass gonna be getting lit up by DBs and safeties, yep. and it's not a nice day. And then now with that, your stock has went down. And my fantasy football selection with Donovan McNabb is gone. Mm-mm. Yeah, so um, did you watch any of the? You haven't really been watching the playoffs, right, Will? Watch them a little bit. Did you right. see any of the Suns game from like two nights ago? Well, Steve Nash got hit in the eye. No, I when missed I that one. I was out oh of the party that night. Yes, he was, man. He Homeboy was. played the whole fourth quarter with one eye. Yeah. yeah. Looking like Rocky. Yo, man. man, wasn't he on Twitter talking shit after the game? Oh, I don't know. I don't have his, I don't have his, I don't have his Twitter uh, I'm, uh I follow the NBA and they'll retweet stuff from a bunch of different players and uh, I think his is at the real Steve Nash or something like that. Oh, I gotta follow him. And, and he was talking about how he was dropping bombs with one eye and everything. <laughs> I believe it. Yeah, I said uh, oh my God. At, during the game, I said Steve Nash, 70% Canadian 30% Christ. <laughs> Homeboy is sick, dog. I, like, I, I've i never seen anything like that before. Somebody at the gym today was trying to be like, man, that's a little overrated. Okay, close one eye. Let's play this game. Yeah, let me get you an eye patch and let's play this game. Yeah. Then you know what that does? Your depth perception alone? Like, you mm-hmm. need that shit. The yeah, shoot. then he was passing while people were moving and yeah. passing on the other side. Yeah, like 10 assists after the the, the eye. Like, that's ridiculous. Yeah. My wife had me rolling because we were watching part of one of the Suns games. She said he looked like a serial killer. <laughs> <laughs> if you look at him, he kind of does. He does have a crazy He got that eyes. crazy look and everything with his hair all on. We, we were coming up with a name. I think we called him, what, Charles Michael Nash? He just need to uh, he just need to cut an X into his forehead. I know, right? I like Steve Nash though. Dude I stood up against it. the Arizona law. Even if even if even if you disagree with that shit, 
it takes some Waveros Grande because 70% of Arizona is like, nah, we actually are about this immigration shit. Yeah. So uh, for him to be like, I'm not, damn. You know what I'm saying? I give you props. Like, they gotta like you. I don't know if they like you more than they hate Mexicans. I don't know, because they say 70% of people in Arizona, but that's 70% of the people in Arizona they can count. Yeah, I, did, I mean, yeah. I'm gonna assume yeah. that 100% of illegal immigrants are against it. <laughs> yeah, which means 90% of Arizona's for it. Yeah, so. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, alright, so, um, Steve Nash is obviously white friend of the week, even though I never met him. Yes, um, he is. So I was thinking about, um, you remember last week we talked about the top 10, or maybe it was two weeks, we talked about the top 10 drinking holidays? Mm-hmm. Um, and I noticed there was no black holidays on there. I think we should make Kwanzaa a drinking holiday. <laughs> <laughs> I would celebrate Kwanzaa if we could fucking, if we could get drunk during Kwanzaa, I would celebrate it. I don't even know what the rules of Kwanzaa are. I think it's like give somebody some straw and, <laughs> and some shit like that. <laughs> like Hanukkah, every day we exchange gifts or something. She got, she got a daishiki. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know how long Kwanzaa lasts. I don't either. I thought like it was 12, 12 days. Twelve days. Yeah, it's I, I, right, I, was like, I don't know. Ago. I know it's like uh, I don't 12 know. days of Christmas. Light candles, I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know what you get for Kwanzaa. Like, maybe activator and some cotton. Some <laughs> and a rat tooth comb. Yeah, yeah, you get the black, the black power fist comb. Uh, pink, I mean. But I don't know what you get, y'all. I, like, I want to, I just want like an African medallion and some Hennessy. This is Kwanzaa. That's all, and I'm gonna celebrate that way, man. So, I was just thinking about that, man. We need to, we need to, we need to do that, man. Um, also, on Facebook this week, um, I had two friends that publicly broke up and got back together. No. Ah! No. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. On Facebook? Yeah. yeah. It was just a misunderstanding. But, um, like, and I, I'm, the only reason I'm saying this on the podcast because they had it in their status. So, if y'all don't want everybody to know, then I don't know what the fuck to tell you. But I said that again. So, like, it was on Mother's Day, and the girl is a mother. Like she oh, yeah. I remember you tweeting about that one. Yeah, so she she is a mother. She has a kid. It's not the dude's kid, but you know they're together. Mm-hmm. So um, she just changed her status. Like blank is single. You know, and so I, I saw that, and then that, like the main thing that drew my attention is there was like twenty comments under it. So I click on the comments, and the comments are all like. That son of a bitch. I told you he wasn't no good. (laughs) On Mother's Day? How dare you? And all I just said was like, uh, you know, oh, actually, I don't even think I said anything. I might have just clicked on it and was like, damn, or something like that. And so, um, I just, I I sent the dude a message like, hey, man, you see your girl over here tripping. And because his status still said in a relationship, had a picture (laughs) of them together. I was like, dude, I hope you are. Changed. Like you might want to check your updates, player. Log in. <laughs> yeah, that's that's one thing about the new media age. Is like you wouldn't even know you got your ass broke up with till you log in Facebook. <laughs> You're like, is that, I think everything's okay. Hold on, let me check her status. Damn it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so um, you know, I hit him up on the message, and he was like, and he didn't respond right away. So then the next day, he put something on Facebook on his page, and it was like. People always jump to conclusions, don't even know the whole story. A lot of y'all just need to shut up and see what, you know, before you start making comments, which I do agree with. And, um, but I went on there and was like, hey man, I sent you a message and you ain't never answered. And so he's like, my bad. So he responded back and he basically said, 
he just wanted to talk to her about some stuff, and she just overreacted. You know what I'm saying? That's why they call them ovaries. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> women always overreact. So, um, like, dude basically was like, hey, I need to talk to you about something. And she just went off the deep end, like, oh, you breaking up with me on Mother's Day? Fuck you. You know, bam. And then they talked about it. They're straight. And the thing that I want to know, like, because everybody's like, you shouldn't put your business on Facebook. Fuck that. What I want to know is, what happened to the people that made comments? <laughs> <laughs> Talking shit about this dude because he knows who they are now. Like, I would be like, oh, okay, so your girls don't even fuck with me like oh, that. Oh, so I ain't shit now, huh? Yeah. <laughs> okay, Shannon. No problem. I know who's not invited to the wedding. Uh huh. So, I, I mean, people. Friend. That shit backfired bad, man. I'm glad I didn't say anything. Dude. What I want to know is did he buy her a present? Did he get her a card for Mother's Day? Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's the real reason they broke up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, you know, we in a recession. Yeah. She we ain't came out yet. And it's still a little tight. She was expecting a card, and this nigga was like, So uh, we need to talk. (laughs) That's it. He's like, I'm gonna give you a verbal card. Yeah, (laughs) I got got a card, all right. But yeah, man, they're good. So everybody stop worrying, and um, you know, let's just go ahead and move on. Um, I heard a commercial this week for reputation. Protection on the internet. Have y'all heard about this? It's called, no. Re- it's called ReputationDefender.com. You can go there and check it out. But it, it's by the same people that make Norton Antivirus. And what they'll do is they will scour the internet for like your like people Facebook pages, blogs, uh, any news articles with your name in it, anything disparaging your your reputation. They will let you know. And inform you, and then go fight that person if they say anything mean or ill, ill toward like something bad about you. Wow, that sounds like freecreditreport.com. Yeah, but for reputation. for reputation, that is the most paranoid shit I've ever heard. You gotta be a narcissistic asshole. The only, it's like asshole insurance. The only way you would get it ah! is if you know that you're an asshole. Why would you care if people are talking shit about you on the, on the internet. internet? On the internet. Probably people you don't know, or yeah. if you do, don't care about. And who's going to pay for it is what I want. I mean, it must be somebody. How much is it? Uh, I don't know, man. I went to their website earlier <laughs> just to see, like, what, you know, what this shit was about. And um, I just remember being like, uh, this is amazing. Let me let me see if I can uh, look at it. Well, you know, it's probably one of those where it's like, look, you get 30 days free. But if, you, but if you don't cancel, we'll be you nineteen ninety nine a month. And then when you do cancel, we're going to keep the money for the month that you cancel. All right. All right. I'm at reputationdefender.com. It says, take control of your online identity. Tools to monitor, protect, and improve your online reputation. How is it going to improve your online reputation? Are they going to make people say good shit about you? Take <laughs> no. it back, motherfucker. No, what's going to happen is, if they see somebody talking shit about you, they're going to... Put a virus in their account. <laughs> <laughs> Go in there, hack in there, change that shit. It was like, I was just kidding. Right at the cool. Yeah. <laughs> I like him. He's a really nice guy. Um, Thanks, right. Reputation Defender. It's fourteen ninety five a month. Damn. A customized oh, search. Close. A customized search for every reference to you on the web gives you total awareness of your online presence. We continue to monitor the deep web for the deep web. What is the deep web? <laughs> <laughs> These niggas are making. That's the other part of the internet. This is a goddamn hustle. <laughs> the deep web. Oh no, it's, no, you can't find this on the regular net. I'm on the surface net. This is shit that people just thinking about. It's like email drafts and <laughs> stuff they didn't send out. Please stay deleted. Um, all right, so uh, they're gonna find a ghost file, Lindsay. 
and alert you when we find something. Our reputation advisors will work with you to identify the good, the bad, and the inaccurate. <laughs> reputation advisor. Oh, God. Wow. <laughs> Put that on your resume. Yes. This shit right here sounds like it will backfire. It sounds like they will collect all this information and then when you be like, I want out of the program, they'd be like, oh, really? Well, then maybe you shouldn't have took pictures of that naked little girl. <laughs> <laughs> and then it goes on. What is $99 a year? For my, which one? For your, your, what is that? Define your online, define your online image. My Edge. Control of your search results is the key to your online image. Using proprietary technology and online PR techniques, our team of reputation experts provides tailored solutions for improving your online identity and brand image. I love how they did not go into any detail. Nope. Said the same thing they said yeah. in the intro. <laughs> it's such a bland, like, you will be protected. And then they give your kids, too. <laughs> Monitor what is being said about your kids. Damn. Damn. You gotta be an asshole family I for know, people to right? talk shit about your kids, man. Like, you know what that little motherfucker did? Anyway, let me tweet about it. But, um, yeah, I just think this, this is funny, but you gotta be a paranoid person to even approach this. Consider it. Yeah. No. So, um. You might as well burn your money if you're gonna do that with it. Yeah, I thought that was hilarious. And actually, um, uh, while I'm on it, let me plug my boy. Uh, my man Jordan's a weirdo. Uh, he told me, that's his Twitter name. Jordans, like, like you know, Nike Air Jordans. Mm-hmm. Jordans, no apostrophe. A weirdo. Um, follow him on Twitter, man. He's, he's a beat maker. He's a very creative dude. Extremely funny, man. Uh, and the real good supporter of the podcast is listening to the podcast. And he actually said that he wants me to give him the audio without the beats under it. Okay. And he wants to take that and add, and put it on under his beats, like over the top of his beats, and make like certain selections with us talking over the beat. And then I'm gonna take those beats and put them on uh, YouTube and make our own YouTube channel with clips of the podcast to promote it. Okay. So um. And uh, he sent me a beat actually, and I kind of wanted to play it just so people can hear, um, you know, hear a sample of it. But you know how people are always trying to steal shit on the internet, and I don't want anybody trying to steal this shit. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna talk over it, like DJs do for the mixtapes. Okay. All right. So let me just check this right here. Okay, it's about 20 minutes in. All right, let's go ahead and uh, get this going. Oh, let me, let me start at the beginning. My bad, Jordan. New shit! Cool! There's a storm! We the best, nigga! I represent the hood! I represent the projects! I keep it real! Hold on, let me drop this little freestyle real quick, Jordan. Uh, I'm about to blaze the beat on everything I love, like I put Texas beat. I feel like the like the socks on my feet for the QC, nigga. This is how I roll deep. <laughs> Alright, that's enough. Y'all don't want no more, man. Y'all, y'all, that's it. Show's over, man. Oh, man, y'all about to jump in and start babbling, but that's cool, oh, dog. It's cool. Oh, okay, I'm gonna, it's yeah, cool. I'm going to spare you. I'm going to spare everybody. Uh, <laughs> they might try to sign us to a deal. and You know what? You know, know, I ain't trying to blow up. Yeah, you know, I got a family and shit, man. <laughs> no, I, I ain't trying to put all this fame on my family. I got a job, All this man. money. If I'm going to be a rapper, I just want a Honda Accord and a uh, salary. You know what I'm saying? I'm not even trying to get rich, nigga. You know, I'm trying to cop the camera. <laughs> they be like, you, you don't wear a chain? Hell no, man. I want my money in my I wear a wedding, baby. I want a check every two weeks. That's what I want. 
I had the lamest rap shows ever. <laughs> All right, guys, it's eleven thirty. I gotta wrap up. <laughs> Everybody, it's time to get home. Uh, Twenty four is coming on. Put that weed out. Yeah, yeah. Put out that weed. I smell some reefer. Is that illegal? No yeah. legal activity in here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All my rhymes will be about legal shit. Oh, uh, I pull up the work, nigga. Uh, I got I pull a full one K, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> Looking kind of strong. Yeah. I, Check out my briefcase. Uh. You know, I found my taxes, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> Find your taxes, nigga. Yeah, that's that's ridiculous. But uh, yo, but thank you, Jordan, man, and I will get you those that audio. Yeah, thank you very much. We have y'all. so much audio that it's almost hard to uh, do. But um, so uh, let's go ahead and get into some more sh- random shit that I found on the web. Okay. Workplace rants on social media are a headache for companies. Now I see this all the time on Facebook and Twitter, mm-hmm. where people say stuff about the company they work for, Stupid. and they're and it's not vague. Facebook's even worse because you can tell what company you work for. Mm-hmm. People normally have their coworkers on there, oh. and then like normally you have some people even have a company they work for, a college they went to. Yeah, my comp- my company does like Facebook. I don't look to do Twitter. Mm-hmm. And me and my coworkers talking about. Oh hell no, they will not be my friend. Yeah, that's why yeah. would you do something like that? Yeah, and I, I mean, it's like, I, just like I wouldn't tell my company name on the podcast. No. I'm not going to say the shit on Twitter or on Facebook and talk shit about it. All right, so the article. One by one, the office Casanova dated uh, several of his female co-workers at a small technology firm in California. His dating escapades turned public and problematic. When he chronicled his opinions of the women on Facebook... So I guess let's see what he said. He called one coworker a snore between updates. Uh, between the up before the update spiraled into explicit comments. So I guess he was trying to say she just laid there like a cold fish in bed or whatever, or she was born maybe in person, whatever. And then it got explicit. He was like, you know, pussy is ugly and. You know, one titty is bigger than the other. Uh, when his manager learned about the Facebook updates, chaos ensued. <laughs> a tornado broke out. Then an earthquake. <laughs> dum, dum, dum. <laughs> ben Robinsberger was in the bathroom. <laughs> it was chaos. One woman who was the subject of his offensive comments believes she has been sexually harassed at work. Uh, this scenario can be a manager's nightmare and it's happening more frequently with the growing prevalence of social networking, wow. says Shanti Atkins, president of ELT Inc., an ethics and compliance training company with 2,000 clients nationwide. Cleaning up the social media disaster at the technology firm, she declined to give his name. So let's just say Microsoft. Uh, it's just one of dozens of cases Atkins has taken in the past six months. Atkins also has a diet that she is famous for. That's, man, this girl gets around. As Facebook and Twitter exploded, alright, I made that up. As Facebook and Twitter explode, companies are awkwardly confronted with the consequences of social media that social media can have on the workplace relations and the company image. Uh, about a quarter of employees surveyed in the, surveyed in the social, oh, Society of Corporate Compliance and Ethics in 2009 had disciplined an employee for improper activities on social networking sites. But only 10% of companies have specific policies to deal with social networking sites, the survey reported. So I guess they don't really 
have anything they could do. They just kind of play it by ear. Well, I mean, you can you can put something vague, like saying you can say like, "Don't mention our company's name," right? And you can say, "Don't start no shit that's gonna spill over into the office." But other than that, you can't really do anything. Yeah, and and I think what it's gonna do because I think that <coughs> companies are kind of slow sometimes when it comes to technology, and so many people use Facebook and Twitter that eventually I think that they're gonna eventually have laws and their rule books that they come out like, "Hey, you can't be talking on to your so." Talking about your coworkers yeah. doing work hours, and I mean, eventually they're gonna force them to because some idiots. It does seem pretty simple, though. It seems like such common com- sense. Yes, it is. You just don't. Like, you shouldn't be on there like, man, her pussy stank. Anyway, well, back to work. Well, the thing is, you can't you can't really regulate what people do in their free time. I mean, you right. can say don't use a company computer, but how many people use a company computer to update Facebook? Right. They do it with their phone. Right. Yeah. So you can't yeah. really can, you can't control what people do at home yeah, and true. on their phones and everything. All you can do is say don't use the company time. And right. Yeah. So. It's kind of. I mean, it's just it's a bad situation. And it's kind of sad because it, this is all public information. And my thing is that if you don't want people to know or you don't want to be caught, don't put it out. There. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I hate to be like that, but you know, you you kind of calling out your company and calling out your coworkers. That's gonna spill into the workplace. Yeah, that's the main thing I would be concerned about is actually saying shit about your company, and I see it all the time. Yeah. People just be like, "Man, Thermodynamics Incorporated is a bitch," and you're like, "Wow, okay, yeah. nigga, you don't want your paycheck. Don't, yeah. You don't want your biweekly. Hopefully, they hopefully they don't uh, Google that shit, man." Uh, yeah. So, uh, I just thought that was interesting, man. Uh, let's see. Employers for decades have engaged in an inappropriate behavior and communication, she said. Ten years ago, it's probably an inappropriate email. Now it's an inappropriate, an inappropriate message on Facebook. Uh, social media has become ubiquitous for many Americans at work and at home. Twitter users create 50 million tweets each day. Damn. Which of, of which I'm responsible for at least 1 million a day. Um, <laughs> Facebook has more than 400 million users worldwide. With the number of users booming, human resource experts say an employee airing or tweeting dirty laundry about work is a company train wreck waiting to happen. Yeah, um, I remember um, a while back, there was a lady who said something bad about her realtor. And the realtor searched uh, Twitter for their own company name, found out that the girl said that, and sued her. Yeah. And even if she what she was saying was accurate, just the fact that she didn't work for them, but the fact that she was like, you know, so-and-so realty uh, has asbestos in the ceiling, or asbestos, however you pronounce it, in mm-hmm. the ceiling, uh, they were like sue, suing her and telling her to shut the fuck up. So, I mean, and she didn't even work for them. So, who could imagine if you actually use your real employer's information, man? Yeah. Man, the social networking was getting crazy. I remember um, there was one story about some... Um, some school or the government that was trying to get Facebook to shut down a group because they were like getting together and a whole bunch of students were getting together to skip school and everything Damn. and they tried to sue Facebook to make them shut down the group and I was like you can't sue Facebook yeah. that ain't nothing to do with school yeah, anybody can start a group anyway. without anything it's freedom of speech freedom to assembly yeah. And all the cell phones and stuff, that would have been organized anyway. Yeah. Well, plus you got to be one of the dumbest people of all time if you can't just go on the Facebook group, find out where they're meeting at, and show up with the fucking uh, the police that do the um, truancy. Yeah. Yeah. Just show up with truancy conferences like, yeah, so y'all meeting at Eastland Mall at 3, huh? Let's go back to class. Bam, break it up. I don't know. That's dumb to see Facebook. It is. Um, Speaking of lawsuits, Dwayne Wade. The divorce case is getting crazy. 
Yes, sir. His wife, Siobhan, was uh, jailed for not appearing at a divorce hearing. Wow. Yeah. Dwayne Wade's wife, Siobhan Wade, was taken into police custody yesterday in Chicago after she bailed on a mandatory hearing in the couple's contentious divorce case. There's that word again. Contentious. <laughs> Maya Nega. The <laughs> <laughs> what a name. <laughs> that's, my, that's Maya Nega. <laughs> The judge in the Chicago ordered authorities to take the Miami Heat star Dwayne Wade's alienated wife into cust- into custody after she failed to show up for a divorce hearing at the court on Monday. She was like, "You tripping, my nigga?" Uh, <laughs> Shelvon Shel- Shel- Wade, uh, Shavon Wade's attorney, Marsha F- Fisher, filed an emergency motion Tuesday to quash the judge's the judge's order. Fisher also added that Wade will post the ten thousand dollars on Tuesday. Maya Nigga had unpleasant words for Siobhan Wade on Monday, saying she had repeatedly neglected the judge's orders in the ongoing separation case. Wade filed a lawsuit alleging her relationship with actress Gabrielle Union last week, uh, with as it caused pain to her and Wade. Wade and the Wades have two children from their. This is a horribly written um, article <laughs> from their marriage. What is this on a blog? What the fuck is this? Top. Timesnewsline.com. Don't go to this site, y'all. It's horrible. Horrible writing. <laughs> you just shouted about that. Yeah, that last that last sentence doesn't look. Wade filed a lawsuit alleging her husband's relationship with actress Gabrielle Gabrielle Union last week, as it has caused pain to her and Wade's half children from their marriage. <laughs> Who the fuck wrote this? <laughs> It doesn't. I don't There's even. No it, editing there. It doesn't even have a, a author for the byline, so just yeah. do not go to this site. I can't believe I clicked on this. And my thing, why is she cut the fool and she the one found all this paperwork? I, I think she's just trying to make the divorce as difficult yeah, and as public bitter. as possible. She's yeah. bitter. That's all it is. She's like, and I, like I said, it's, I'm torn because I understand why she would be so upset because she did do the things that, if you ask most men. Like, especially rich men, like, well, how, you know, what kind of woman you want, and, you know, they'll tell you, I don't want women trying to get me because I got money. If you wasn't around, blah, blah, blah. She was with this nigga since high school. Yep. She really, in her mind, she's like, cool, I got this, you know, and then he went to Miami, and I knew she was like, she was like, damn, I got some comp. I know she was hoping Oklahoma City was around back then, but <laughs> they went to Miami, he got drafted to Miami. She got fixed up. She got her boobs done. She got her hair did. She got all kinds of surgery. And it didn't matter, man. Like, Gabrielle, you need to come knocking on the door, man. Brothers just melt. What do you do, man? Like, that's comp, man. And I know it freaked her the fuck out. Like, she just went crazy. Even if she wasn't crazy, crazy before. Like, you know, brothers like to say women crazy. Once you're crazy, you're always crazy. But... I think certain situations can make a motherfucker crazy. Can, yeah. can push you off the edge. You might lose it for a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Oh, but she's she's making she's making women look bad though. Man. She is. It's a bad look, man. I mean, because it, it is. It's every bad thing about divorce. Yeah, because it's like it's like okay, even if all that considered. Yeah. I mean, hell, you you look at all this crazy shit she's doing now. It makes you forget all yeah. the stuff that she did, all the stuff she's been through. Yep. All you think about now is, damn, this bitch is crazy. Yep. Yeah. D Wade need to get the hell away from this crazy bitch. That's yeah, and that's the thing. Like she, by overreacting, she pretty much um, proved his cho- proved his case, which is hey, she's crazy. We need to we need to split up, and especially when you throw your kids in it, man. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's such an obvious ploy to throw the kids in there. 
You know what I'm saying? The, the quote from the article was like, Daddy was kissing another woman. He needs to go to jail. Like, yeah. okay. Okay. Yeah. Wasn't he fi- isn't he filing for full custody? Um, I hope so, man. I try to keep my kids away from her, too. I mean, I don't know, dude. I, I really don't want to take sides because I think you could actually be a good mom and she just flipped the fuck out. Like, you know how you can go temporary insanity? Yeah. Like, she might be temporarily insane because she's the, acting crazy. The, the thing is, the, my thing is, okay, if you flip out and you go crazy on, if she went crazy on D-Wade and everything, right. I'd be like, well, you know, that's that's him. Right. Just because you're crazy with him doesn't mean you got to be crazy with the kids. There's a lot that's of crazy true. chicks that, you know, they're crazy with them, man, but they're I good. Agree. But the fact that she threw her kids in it is, this is what throws it all out the window to me. I'm like, all right, you don't got to be that crazy. And she's yeah. going to have the kid testify against his father if it goes to court. Yeah, that's wow. Like, how is that not emotional distress? That's stupid. So, for me, just the fact that she was willing to cross that line, Definitely. she passed that, that, that craziness, that acceptable crazy, yeah. crazy, crazy. Like I said, I'm sympathetic, but I... I mean, I, I, don't, I, I mean, it's just ugly, man. I'm and the thing sympathetic. is, like, need, nobody's a good guy in this case. Like, this nigga was cheating with one of the most famous women on earth. That shit is not gonna. That's some blatant like disrespect to your wife. Like, it's one thing to be like, I'm um, not that any cheating is good, but it's one thing to be like Tiger Woods with a bunch of anonymous bitches. <laughs> There's another thing to be like, let me go get the famous, most famous black actress on the uni- in the universe. <laughs> go to games with her, go to All Star Weekend with her and shit, and then be like, I can't believe my wife is tripping. I'm like, y'all are all bad people at this point. And Didn't she have an affair first or no? I don't know. That's one of the rumors okay. is that uh, that she had an affair with. Uh, I don't know, like a trainer, or maybe that's Shaq's wife. I don't know. Okay. Part of the reason, like, part of the thing with, with these women scoring is like, and a lot of people do this actually. Someone starts cheating first, they get caught, kinda, but not blatantly caught. Like, there's no video evidence. There's no. It's just like, what's his number in your phone? Or it's just like, bitch, get off my phone. Why you always looking at my privacy and all this shit? And so that person feels kind of powerless. And sometimes that person, whether woman or man. Will be like, I'm gonna cheat on you. I'm gonna do something just to make you feel how I feel. And it's just a bad spiral because honestly, they're never gonna feel how you feel because they don't care as much as you. That's true. So it's like, you know, she could have actually been cheating like blatantly. And Dwayne Wade is like, okay, I'm still fucking Gabrielle Union. Yeah. Uh, I'm good, yeah, you, actually. You, you, you cheating with the nigga at the car wash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got got a real union. <laughs> Step the game up. Yeah. Are you good with this? Because I'm good with this. We can keep this going forever. We can stay married and just be cheating. I'm fine. I'm winning. So, <laughs> like, like, well, you step up. I'm going to have to get somebody better. So, you want yeah. to competition. Yeah. Don't make me get to a white woman. You know what I'm saying? I hate to give that to you. But, um, yeah, man. I don't know, man. It's just it's a sad situation. I just feel bad for those kids, man. Um... So, um, Derek sent me an email the other day, and mm-hmm. he was trying to go to, like, the magistrate office in South Carolina for something on Monday. Okay. It was closed, because it was a holiday. Oh damn. I didn't know Monday was a holiday. Well, yeah, what, ho- what holiday was it? Y'all know? <laughs> I don't know. The day after Mother's Day? Confederate Memorial Day. Uh, Are you serious? I'm not surprised. Why am I not surprised? South Carolina celebrates Nothing that. in North Carolina was closed. Not that I know. Franklin says that uh, there's some things that were closed, but we just, I guess we haven't heard of them. Yeah, because we don't go those places. Yeah. <laughs> we're not yeah. welcome. Yeah. They're like, well, you're not from around here, are you, boy? But, uh, yeah, so um, Derek said he went there the next day. It was like, why were y'all closed yesterday? It was like, Confederate Memorial Day. And uh, it's like, wow, that is the most celebrated loss of all time, man. 
Hello. Seriously, like there's no there's no loss. Maybe the, the, at the end of Friday Night Lights the movie, that that loss is celebrated more <laughs> more than more than the Southern states losing to the Northern states. Wow. Man. They just can't let it go. Yeah, and they said they even take down the American flag and put up the Dixie flag for that day. Some places. Wow. I know, man. Well, hell, the the Dixie flag is still flying at the courthouse, ain't it? Yeah, and yeah. But that's true. That's the NAACP fault too, man. Because they made them take it down from the Senate House, and they was like, okay, ain't no rule, we can't put it at the courthouse, which is closer <laughs> to the highway. Yeah. And the NAACP was like, nobody go to South Carolina. Like yeah, okay, that. okay. So Murder Beach, hey, that ain't happening. <laughs> Bike week done. Bike week is done now. NCAACB. No. All right, we'll holler at you, dog, because it's still ass down there, and bikes mm-hmm. niggas is going. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, man. It seems like that's kind of squash. I don't even know if they still have a boycott on it or not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If they do, nobody's paying attention. Yeah. yeah. We had no, <laughs> no economic impact. <laughs> we boycotted. Okay, niggers. See you Saturday. Um. All right. So. Uh, yeah, um, what about my man LT? Y'all heard about this, man? I hope nothing new is coming yeah. out. Oh, it is some new shit coming out. Oh, some new stuff? Because, you know, um, his big thing is that uh, they were like, his lawyers, like, there was no sexual intercourse uh, that happened in the, uh, you know, in the actual uh, uh, encounter with this uh, underage prostitute. And the other thing he said is, you know, that the, the prostitute lied about her age. So, um, they didn't want to, you know, they want, LT's kind of saying, like, look, I thought she was 19, she told me she was 19, even then, I did not have sex with her, so, I should be fine, but, uh, here's, uh, let's go into this, Lawrence Taylor to use masturbation excuse. (laughs) Wow. Lawrence Taylor may claim that he committed a masturbatory act while with a 16-year-old prostitute, TMZ reports. According to the website, Taylor will claim that he pleasured himself but will deny having sex with the girl that he was arrested for raping. Um, and the thing is, I remember joking about this on the last podcast, and I was like, what do you do, suck on them titties? And, uh, like, he really must have just been like, let me suck on them titties and jack off. Um, a pro football talk noted last, as pro football talk noted last week, Taylor could still be convicted as of a Class E felony, even if he did not have sexual intercourse with the teenager. If Taylor is found to have engaged in oral sex with the girl, as has been suggested, he could still be guilty of oral sex, sexual conduct or anal sexual conduct with a person less than 17 years old. Uh, Taylor was arrested last week and charged with third-degree rape and third-degree patronizing of a prostitute, the latest scandal to befall Taylor's tumultuous adult life. Another man who allegedly kidnapped the child prostitute is charged with a federal child sex trafficking crime. And I'll, I'll restate it again. I'm way more disgusted with the pimp dude here than LT, but I am disgusted with LT too. But the, I'm more like society as a whole seems like we just gloss over this fucking scum of the earth pimp dude. Every and it's just cause he's not famous. That's it. It's like LT is famous. This other dude rapes, beats, forces girls into prostitution and but his name is Tyrone Jones, so fuck him. And he can't run a four three forty. So this is kinda it's like a everyone in this case except for the girl in my opinion is just disgusting. Like Well you know the only time that Something like that would get some some press is if like 2020 went and did an expose for like six right. months or something. But nobody wants to hear about it because it's 
it happens all the time. It's one of the things nobody wants to talk about. Yeah. And don't nobody know who he is, so they're gonna say, well, well, I can just say Lawrence. When you say LT, everybody know who he is. Even if they don't know what's going on, they're gonna look. They're gonna turn to see. But you say Leron Jenkins, right. and ain't nobody gonna look at Leron Jenkins. You have That's to true. have a full story on him, and nobody wants to waste that much time and effort I when you can do something true. easy and get a better payoff. So that's that's, that's why it's all on LT. The other thing I wanted to say too is um, uh, th- as far as like uh, this whole epidemic of prostitution, child prostitution. Everybody that's listening to this, um, Will, Karen, y'all too, if you have Netflix, Netflix streaming. You can rent this video called Very Young Girls. It's, it's, it's free, it streams right to your laptop or your, or your computer or your Xbox, whatever. Or you can just rent it from Blockbuster, whatever. Whatever you got to do. It's probably online somewhere for free. But it's called Very Young Girls. And it's about uh, especially minority girls who are in prostitution. And it's not like the Mac. It's not like any of these, like any of the glorified, like Snoop Dogg stereotypes. It is literally men, grown men, taking advantage of girls as young as 12, 13, 14. Even when you watch something like Hookers on the Point, they kind of gloss over this. Like, you listen to the Hooker story, and they will start saying stuff like, Well, I ran away from home when I was 12. I started hooking yeah. when I was 13. And. Like, it's always glossed over, and I think mentally we like to block it out because it's like, no one likes to imagine this shit happening every day. But it does. Yeah, and like, when they arrest dudes for like, uh, prostitution, uh, like being a, being a John, these dudes are sleeping with little girls. Like, for the most part, there's not like, I'm going out here and look for a grown ass woman, like, it's kind of like I've already crossed over the legal line. Yeah. And that's just fucking whatever comes up to the car. You know what I'm saying? And... This society as a whole, we need to examine the way we look at sexuality because it's. And I had this deep conversation on Twitter with these dudes, as deep as you can get with 140 characters. And um, we were talking about some pretty big social issues. And one of the ones I wanted to talk about is like male, the male like uh, fetish that a lot of men have, and is not, and it is not something that uh, people really think is disgusting. But I do. Of the just barely legal type of pornography and just like even the hey man I got a countdown on when the uh, the twins from uh, Full House turn eighteen you know Miley Cyrus man three years I'm gonna get that like that why are we pretending like this isn't a big part of our culture and that just because LT got caught we all want to act like oh he's the one that's disgusting disgusting. When there's a ton of motherfuckers like this today, every day. So I mean, we, it's like we all want to pass judgment because he didn't know the law and he got caught. Meanwhile, no one's disgusted with the fact that you can drive three hours to another state and the age of consent is like 14. That's not that's not disgusting at all. So then he wouldn't he would only be caught with a prostitute and this wouldn't be a big story. Like that's ridiculous to me. It's kind of hypocritical that you know or Hugh Hefner. This fucking ninety-year-old uh, man gets chicks that just turned eighteen to be in his concubine, and people are like, "You heaven is the man. That's the life I want to live." Okay, that's the life you want to live. Where you look up to that? Well, how about the fact that he's so fucking old and she's so young? This girl lied and said she was nineteen, and you're like, even if Taylor believes it, it's disgusting. Uh, like Chris from his Sandy Report, he said that. But on his podcast before, he's kind of big up you Hefner as like a big pimp player, whatever. That's fucking disgusting. I don't want to be like you, Hefner, and I don't want to be like LT. This is fucking, it's, it's embarrassing and it's disgusting. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, it's like for, for forever people. I think people like what they can't have. Right. I think they like it because it's off limits. Because yeah. it's you know anything taboo and off limits, people are gonna want it more. But I don't know. It's, some some little girl just doesn't do it for me. I need some right. grass on the field before I can play some yeah. ball. <laughs> yeah, I'm attracted to women. Yeah, you know, like there's nothing that a 16 year old can do for me. And I don't know how job, there are some 16 year olds that look like women. Yeah, you definitely. And I mean, I'm not I'm not excusing that. I'm just saying that even if they look like a woman, just talking talk to them for five or ten minutes, I'm like, ooh. But dog, if if you're pulling up. And a chick is walking to your car, obviously right. trying to get you to pay for some sex. How much talking are you really gonna do to her? Oh, I'm saying this dude already gonna, crossed the line. I know, I'm actually, I, know. I think but that's I'm why I think it's know. hypocritical to be like LT is this disgusting person, but Hugh Hefner is somehow this this fucking pimp, this 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 great dude. Hmm. Hugh Hefner actually has time to spend with these ditzy women, yeah. and they're just and they're just turned eighteen uh, uh, vaginas. And he's all and he's all excited about it. Everybody gives him his own show on like uh, on A and on E on E. Yeah. But yeah, we sit up here and be like, LT is a disgusting person, man. I can't believe this shit. He's a rapist. I mean, if he would have waited another year, he would have been straight. Yeah. Basically, you're saying if he would have waited a year, it's not rape. You're not disgusted. That the what the fuck is wrong with you? Right. You should be disgusted either way. Even if it was legal. Even if he was in North Carolina and the age of consent was 14, and he did this same shit. And he was only charged with soliciting a prostitute. I would still be like, LT is 51 and likes to fuck 16-year-old girls. Right, so where do, you, where, do you, where do you draw the line? If you're 51, you can't fuck anybody under 25? Yeah, or? yeah. I think it's, I mean, it's a blurry line, but I would say something like, um, if you're not fucking anybody within, like, and I guess it's probably need to be a percentage. So I would say something like, because you can't really do numbers. I don't know. I would say Because if you're like 50 and you fuck somebody that's 40, that's not I would disgusting. say the older you are, the bigger the percentage. Right. Because yeah, if, you, right. if you're if 80 and you fucking a 40 But there's no percentage that 16 <laughs> and 51 would fit. Yeah. There's no percentage. Like, what, like we got to kind of just cut off like... And, so like look, when you fifty, when you hit 50, it's got to be at least 50% of your age. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Basically, she old enough to be your daughter. You yeah. have no business. We need to cap it. We need to cap it at 50% of your age. Yeah. <laughs> Even that's kind of disgusting, but it's more of a like, well, she well, is gold. Well, I don't know. If you 30. <laughs> no, I'm saying cap it. So, like, it can only be less. So, if yeah. you're 30, then it might be 30% of your age. So, you can only have sex with somebody that's uh, down to, like, 20 or something. Well, I'm not. What if you're 22? If you're 22, then it's even less. See, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's yeah. less than younger yeah. you are. Yeah. So okay, if you're yeah. like, you know, if you're like 17, yes, you could still fuck a 15 year old, no, but you can't no, fuck no. a 13 year old. No, if you're 17, you can fuck a 16 year old. Yeah. You fuck a 15 year old, you're still going to jail. It depends, man. Some states allow like yeah. two years. I mean, that's the other thing. If this is so disgusting, why don't we have a federal law that applies to everybody? Yeah. Because, and it's because. There is a tolerance for this shit. And people, like I said, everyone wants to get on that high horse. No one wants to discuss the actual well, fact you know, that there is a certain tolerance for uh, borderline pedophilia in different states. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, like when out in the country where the kids get married really young and yeah. everything, then, then I think it's for different reasons. Because if you're getting married at 15, 16, then that might be why, right. you know, uh, consent is less. But in other places where. You know, you're not getting married to way later. I mean, I mean, any. I understand any like. I'm talking about like arts about the same age. I kind of understand those laws. Yeah. I got that. I'm not even arguing those laws. I actually think those are probably the uh, 
majority of sexual intercourse at that age probably occurs between people about the same age. Yeah. So I'm just throwing those people out. I'm not trying to arrest everybody. But I'm talking specifically about, hey, you can consent at 15. So if I'm 50 and I want to fuck you, that's cool. Like, that's not on the books in every state. Why isn't that on the books in every well, state? Well, they, they do have some laws. Like, I think if you're 16, you can consent to sex, but you can only have sex with somebody up to 24 or something like that. I don't know. I honestly don't know because, like I said, there's some states where this would not have been illegal. Yeah. And I, and that's kind of disgusting to me. It's, I'm more disgusted with the entire law and the entire hypocrisy of people to be like, well, you broke the law. Now you're now you're now you're a pedophile. Like so, so if this shit happened up the street from you, where it's legal, he's not a pedophile anymore. Yeah, I'm still fucking disgusted, LT. I'm sorry, dog. I mean, I know you run a four three forty and you a Hall of Famer and you sack people. I mean, I don't know. It's just I, I can't get with that, dog. Yeah, yeah. When, but, you that, um, when you that old, you just need to stick with the old women. Yeah, my only fear is that. I say if they can't rent a car, you can't fuck them if you're 50. If um, they can't cook, you have no business have sex. Oh, no, no, there's a lot of women that can't cook. There's old women that can't cook. There's a lot of young girls that can't cook. Yeah, that's terrible. That's, that's no. a terrible standing. You have all kinds like, of people getting raped. I'd be like, they need to provide their voter registration card. Yeah. That's, and the <laughs> thing, no, I think that they should have like a band or something that turns mm-hmm. colors once you reach a certain age. Like, like a like some kind of bracelet or something. Oh yeah, like the mark of the. And beast. the reason why because everybody got this. Well, we not asking for ID. Okay, we not asking for ID. Let me see your wrist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of the thing is though, man. I, I do things off. Like I said, people like the trip when people get caught. Tiger Woods got caught out there. Everybody wants to act like they all faithful to their wife. Meanwhile, I've been in basketball leagues where ninety percent of them niggas cheat on their wife. Like that's true. So everybody wants to act get on their high horse when someone gets caught. LT is famous and he got caught out there. And everybody's getting on their high horse. And I'm saying, cool, if you're on your high horse, I can ride with you if you're on your high horse all the time. True. If you hear this shit happening in New Orleans and, and it's legal but you but you still upset, that then we, we see eye to eye on this. Like I think at the end of the day, me and Chris uh from the Insanity Report, we actually saw eye to eye because hey, you know what? I agree, dude. As a matter of fact, I might be more outraged about it than you are. Because you keep citing the law, and I don't give a fuck about the law. This is just if a nigga walked in my house, like if my, that's like my dad walking in the house with a fucking sixteen year old. Like, yeah, I'm dating this. This is your new mama. Like, come on, dog. That's not fucking sick. Like, I would, like, I would be outraged. There ought to be a law. If you do some stuff like that, your family ought to be legally allowed to whoop your ass. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I wouldn't try to fight my dad because he got old man strength, but still. Like, I, I'm not No, I'm, I'm not one-on-one like a group of us. Nah, I wouldn't do your dad. Oh, you're talking about all of us. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. like the whole family. Nah, nah no one-on-one. Still would fuck with Yeah, them. I know. I still, y'all on your own. <laughs> um, but uh, he, plus, I hope he don't listen to this podcast. Because uh, then I hate, to, hate for him to see it coming. You know, <laughs> I might just go to the next cookout. He'd just be like, before you even announce it, just hit you upside the throat. And he'd be like, yes, I am dating a 16-year-old. <laughs> what you going to do about it, boy? Um, anyway. Um... And then I was like, maybe we can all vote on a federal age. But then I had this this fear that, like, what if the age comes back and it's, like, 12? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what, that would be... Because you yeah. never know, man. This, this country... We have some crazy motherfuckers. You know, you know what? You know what? I can see that because a lot of these ignorant country 
motherfuckers. Right. You know, they, they're a steady quote in the Bible, and in the Bible it says, you are a woman at the age of 12. So I could easily see some 12-year-olds busting dolls. Me too, man. Thing. Me too. So I don't, I mean, I don't know about that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, Alright. City suit will seek to nullify SB 1070. A lot of people don't know what SB 1070 is. Mm-mm. Ain't that tan and cream? <laughs> <laughs> I got some peroxide I just put in my head. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me run some SB 1070 on your back, girl. Uh, in the face of mounting economic pressure, Tucson became the first city to approve a legal challenge to Arizona's controversial new immigration law that requires local police to verify the status of those they reasonably suspect are here illegally. Mexicans. So, um, the city council voted 5-1 to Tuesday to sue the state to overturn SB 1070 with only Councilman Steve Kozachik voting no. Uh, city attorney Mike Rankin and the city hasn't, hasn't decided the timing for suing to block the law, which doesn't take effect until the end of July. Later Tuesday, the Flagstaff City Council voted to sue uh, and st- the sue to stop SB 1070 from going into effect. Tucson Councilman Councilwoman Regina Romero said, "Who is probably here illegally?" said the city lawsuit will not cost taxpayers money, which is a key for the city facing a 33 million dollar revenue shortfall next week, next year. So they're actually losing money, but they're like, we're going to sue Arizona to keep this us from having to enforce this law. Which, I mean, which is part of the deal that I said. Like, even if you agree with this law, passing something like this, you got to get everyone in the state to be like, okay, we're, we're going along with it. We're all going to enforce it. And that's not going to happen. Yeah, part of the law is that the citizens can sue the police, uh, the police for not enforcing the law. So they feel like you ain't pulling over enough Mexicans. It's like, hey, dog, get on your profile. You know what I'm saying? So like, now you got city suing the state, people suing the city. Yeah, that, that's too. Uh, that's too much. Like, why would you allow? Because a lot of that's just people's personal opinion when it comes right. to. I don't feel like you beefing up, pulling over folks. And the thing is, a lot of people think this is an economic thing. Like, this is gonna help the economy, and that's why people are doing it. These people are using up American jobs. And there's this bitterness towards uh, immig- uh, towards illegal immigration in general because a lot of people just assume, you know, I'm out of work and it's your fault. Um, so this next paragraph is what I thought was really interesting. The new law is bad for the economy. Mm-hmm. Uh, could sub- could subject the city of Tucson to lawsuits and it's unco- and it's unconstitutional. Romero said, adding a legal challenge is a logical next step. She said the law encouraged racial profiling. Which, by definition, I believe it does. I'm sorry. It, I understand people are like, no, but it, it says reasonably suspicious. Come on, dog. You can't just put it in quotes and make me go, oh, well, that's not racial. You know, mm-hmm. if a nigga is reasonably suspicious of being in Ballantyne at the 10, like, that's racial profiling. I'm sorry. Right. Like, if none of the white people was reasonably suspicious, it's, you know, your black ass stood out. So, I mean, if this is happening to any other group of um, people and everyone's concerned about illegal immigrants, I'm not really concerned about them getting pulled over. Mm-mm. I'm concerned about American citizens that are like, hey, I'm here legally. Yeah. Why do I got to be inconvenienced, man? That's right. Why do I got to be hassled and locked up and fouling and losing my job and crap because <coughs> y'all assume that I'm not supposed to be here? People don't even like taking their shoes off at the fucking airport. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Everybody got mad when they were like, hey, man, you can't take all that shampoo. Fuck! Where's this country coming to? 
Like, okay, now imagine you are minding your own business. Everything you do is legal. You're on your way to work or something, and then you just keep getting pulled up by the police because, like, hey, you look kind of Mexican. Yeah, see, this is this is my thing. See, this law doesn't affect me at all. Right. But the the thing that concerns me is it's setting the precedence. Right. So, yes, so is. they're saying, well, it's okay to profile. Right. So, what's to say that they're not going to expand that to say, well, if you see somebody who looks like there could be criminal. Black people, then <laughs> pull them over. Right. I mean, it, so I'm, I'm just looking at it as where is this heading, and it's and heading in a really and, ugly and, direction. And, and it's just and where do you, my thing is where do you drop the line? That's my thing. When you start doing the racial profiling, you open up a door that you really don't want to open up. And I think a lot, another reason why they pick on them is because they have groups that represent them, but black people have NAACP, which right. don't really mean nothing. But if they were due to black people. Don't you, the NAACP would be marching their asses on Washington. And right. I, I think that's one that's reason true. why they say, well, we ain't going to mess with the blacks. Well, you can't really represent illegal immigrants because they're, they're just going to show true. up at their rally. And least, get arrested. Yeah. They're like, oh, look, it's a rally of illegal immigrants. Anyway, uh, INS. Let's just roll over here and check some uh, ID. So um, that's never going to happen. And the thing is, that's, I think there's a lot of them here that are legal. And I mean, illegal, but they're doing things that aren't against the law. That's right. And I, I do sympathize with Arizona, though, because um, even though I did hear statistics that said their crime rate is the same as it was, like, 10 years ago or something, but I still sympathize with them because, look, it doesn't matter if it's the same. If there's a chance that I will get kidnapped by a person not from this country because we didn't do our jobs at the border, I would freak the fuck out, too. Like, it's easy to sit here and be like, y'all wrong, but I don't live with the reality of some dude just killing me. And getting away with it because he can just cross back over into Mexico and that's cool. You know what I'm saying? And no one's checking them and all this shit. And my hope is that this law is going to be enforced on some like, hey, we caught these dudes and like a gang. So we pulled over this gang, started checking IDs and sent some motherfuckers back to Mexico. Like that's my hope, but the law's not that's written not that it. way. That's no, not it's it. Because not written like my, that. my problem is it's so vague. Because when you talk about reasonable suspicion, right. like if I'm walking down the street and the cop sees the handle of a pistol, right. then that's reasonable suspicion. Or if I match the description of somebody, that's reasonable. You know, they have some type of definition yes. of reasonable suspicion. Yeah. But in this, it's just there is there's no nothing concrete, no examples. Mm-hmm. Like, can you give me an example of? What what would constitute justifiably pulling over somebody and checking for their green card or something? Like what right. what could you what would you what, what's the criteria? All right, other so than them being Mexican, if they're in a pickup truck, a gardener, and in the back with a whole bunch of people, there's people in there that don't got no seatbelt equipment on. I would that's reasonable suspicion. That sounds like a bunch of rednecks in the mountain. Yes, I would, yeah, I would definitely pull rednecks over too. Um, <laughs> I, also, uh, if they're wearing sombreros. Yeah. yeah, I'll pull them over. Um, if they eating any type of uh, Mexican food from a cart, not from a restaurant, so not Chipotle or Cadoba. I'm talking about you go Authentic to the street Mexican. vendor. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking about the little things yeah. that sit on the side yeah. of the road. Reasonably suspicious. Uh, nah, seriously though. Nah, seriously. Um, I, that's that's kind of my problem with the law. It's like it's not written the way that I think it should be enforced, and because it's not, and I don't know if you can even write a law that complex to be like. Look, if we're already checking a dude that we think is a real criminal, 
we're also going to make sure that he he can either be here or not be here legally and kick him out. And it seems like that would already be on the book. It is. It is. Because if you're pulling over somebody for reasonable suspicion, then you can right. check for other stuff. But they're saying if you have no reason whatsoever right. other than the fact that they look Mexican and you can pull them over, then you have to. Not just you can. You, you have, have to. to. But that's where it's you don't, you don't have to because you could just say, well, I don't, he don't look illegal. Right. Right. So what, what is it about him that looks illegal? Right. Because it's, it's so... So ambiguous. Yeah, it is, so, man. I mean, it's just it's a shit storm because, and I like I said, I sympathize with them because they they are right. Federally, we do not enforce our border laws. So yes, if you're on that border, you can be easily fucked easily because there's drug wars literally fifty miles away from their cities. You know what I'm saying? And the Mexican drug wars are fucking serious. This is a New Jack City. They throwing motherfuckers in like. Barrels of acid and shit. I, I watched a, a documentary on the Mexican drug wars, and I was like, "Shit, I, I would, I don't want to live in Arizona. If that's how they get down, that's a little too close for me, brother." And they had kids. They actually had like a couple girls that went to a concert in Mexico, and then they were trying to come back, got kidnapped. Police got bought off. Nobody knows where the girls out. They could be a prostitution ring. They could be dead. Nobody knows. And it's just one of those like that type of danger. Is over. It will overpower people's like yeah, because sense of sense of right and wrong. It yeah. will overpower it. Yeah, when you're when you when you want to be protected, you have to be willing to sacrifice some of your civil liberties. Yeah, and like you said before, since we're so far moved because we're way over here, yeah, we're not having to deal with it. But you know, if yeah, it's, we were it's complex. In, if we were in it, but still, man, it's just I just like I said, I worry about how I do it's too. gonna it's gonna mutate and it's gonna change into something. I, yeah, I worry more that. It's like I understand the spirit of the law. I do. I'm not like I think it's I think it's kind of um I think it's unreasonable to be like I can't even understand why you would want to do this shit. I do understand why you would want to do it. Everybody's tempted to do this shit. If you're a natural born American citizen, you are fucking tempted to be like, why don't we just kick their ass out? No. But you gotta fight that. No, but if you're a natural born Hispanic American citizen, then you don't want this because you're gonna be getting caught up in the crossfire just like... Well, even some of them, I guarantee some of them do want it. I guarantee some of them do because it's just like, uh, like, it's just like when you, like, you, you have a full-time job, you uh, pay all your bills on time and shit, and you live in a decent neighborhood, but then you have people on Section 8 up the street, and while y'all both black, it ain't, you feel like a certain type of, like, uh, we ain't the same kind of black. I guarantee that's in the Hispanic yeah. community, too, but, but it's never going to be voice. But, but the only difference is, is that, you know... In in the in the situation with the Hispanics, even though I may feel that I'm yeah. not the same type of black, and I might the, the only reason we're separate is because I'm not going to be treated the same way you are right. because I drive a, a decent looking car, right. I dress decent, I dress professional and everything, so I'll at least be treated different. Different, not even just treatment. You don't, but like, see, you might not even hang with that dude. But like, what I'm saying, is, I'm not going to the same club as you. I'm not shopping at the same store as you. I'm not like we are different people. We are black. No, I understand. But, you know what but, what, but what I'm saying is, you're going to be treated. You'll be treated different. I'll be right. treated different than a dude just hanging out at yeah. Section Eight. Even if he stays there and I stay here, right. we'll be treated different. But with this law, it's like, well, no matter where you are, just because you're yeah, black. Aesthetic. Yeah, well, black, if, yeah. If, if we were using this analogy, yeah. then just because I'm black, I'm be treated just like you with no other rationalization I think yeah I, 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 think, I, I can totally see that I think I think that even That's the even the, the other Hispanics are going to get tired because they're going to start getting harassed yeah. because 
Like, see, I see, but what I'm saying is, if you took a polo, though, I bet you it's more, like, it is more split than you think. Like, I don't think, I think if you took a poll of legal Hispanic citizens, you're still going to have a lot of them that are like, I got my citizenship the right way. I don't want these people here either. And, yeah. and the the main thing that they're, and I'm, I'm saying yeah. just yeah. just on that yeah. issue. Yeah. Now, if you say, how do we enforce that? Then it's like, man, don't be just pulling me over because I look Hispanic. That's well, you true. know what? I, I'm, I don't know because I don't know if you remember a couple of years ago when they had that rally for all the illegal workers yeah, there, when, when Bush was trying yeah, to, they're trying to do that. amnesty. Yeah. Man, so they had the day where all the Hispanic workers were supposed to get off work and everything. Yeah. There were a lot of Hispanic people that are completely legal and everything yeah. that were very, very, very upset about it. And I was thinking that, I was like, well, you know, you're not necessarily like them. I wouldn't think that you would feel that way. Right. But because they are, you know, they just they identify with the plight, they right. they felt very, very strongly, surprisingly strong. Well, amnesty is a different and, issue, yeah. though. Like, amnesty is... Oh, go ahead, Karen. I'm sorry. Because with a lot of them, they have family members, grandmas, right. grandpas, uncles... And all that stuff that that law affects. Yes. So I think that's a little different than you just coming in and harassing everyone. Like it's like it's like this, uh, and, I, and this is this is my last example. But going back to the black example, it's like I live in this neighborhood, and there's some niggas up the street that rob people houses when they go to work in the morning. Now, if the police came through and was like, "Look, man, we want to crack down here." But this might mean that we'll be stopping you every once in a while asking for your ID and making sure you live here. Because there's people coming in from outside of your neighborhood stealing shit. And I was like, it's easy for me to say here where I'm just like, man, no, you can't just be pulling over every black person, checking their ID. But if somebody had kicked in my front door, I would probably be like, check everybody's motherfucking ID. And that's like, that's the conundrum that they're in where... Logically, they I guarantee logically they can separate themselves from the situation. They're like, Yeah, that's wrong. You can't be racially profiling. Then some shit happens, and they're like, Man, we need to start racially profiling. And it's fucked up because, like, they're caught in the middle because it's a complex issue. It's not, and what they're really hoping is that they make this law so controversial that the government. Federal government will come in and enforce it. That's what they're really hoping. Which is not going to happen. No, I don't think so. It's either. not going to happen. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. Either. No matter who becomes president or who ain't president, not unless you get El Pablo Espanol to be president, <laughs> that ain't happening. I'm sorry. <laughs> El Pablo. All right, let's do some funny news, man. Fuck this serious shit. <coughs> I'm sorry. Sorry. British man in court over pornographic sex squid snap. What? Yeah. Alliteration. Uh. Uh, Andrew Diamond, 46, was arrested after police allegedly found a stash of porn on his home computer, uh, The Sun reported. He was charged with possession of an extreme pornographic image which portrayed in an explicit and realistic way a person performing an act of intercourse with a dead animal, namely a squid, oh. which was grossly offensive, disgusting, or obscene of obscene character. Prosecutors amended the charge when it was admitted it could have been an octopus in the picture. <laughs> Try to get some of that octopus <laughs> Um The magistrates uh, Court in Swansea South, Southern Wales Heard the sea creature was clearly dead When the man um, was pictured Having sexual intercourse with it Diamond was also accused of possessing Photographs of people having sex With dogs and horses He faced 14 charges of making indecent images Of children Damn this dude was in all the, all the really though. Wow. Damn he's worse than LT 
You know how long it took me to train this monkey to suck my dick? <laughs> like, he's had tentacle marks all on his dick and everything. Uh, you know, they do have a lot of suction. He was giving bail. Right? He was giving bail. <laughs> what? <laughs> he was giving bail on condition that he does not access the internet or have any contact with a child under the age of 16. Wow. Animals run, run, animals run. So how about children run. So technically, right. children and animals run. Technically, this dude could still sleep with that girl LT slept with, because it said children under the age of 16. Mm-hmm. That ain't disgusting. Come on, y'all. <laughs> Wanna be gangster? Maybe behind attack police. Wanna be? I wonder what that means. I'm trying to say he's white. A man who assaulted a four-year-old boy because he was wearing a red shirt may be a wannabe gang member. The boy was playing at Wakatani's. What? Who is this? Wakatani's Culture Crescent Reserve. Oh, maybe it's an Indian. Oh, Hawaii somewhere. Yeah, on Thursday afternoon, when a man thought to be in his mid-twenties to early thirties approached the child with his father's while his father's back was turned, poked him in the chest, and shouted at him to remove the shirt. Wait a minute, his dad was there, and this shit actually happened. I would beat the shit out of somebody to touch my son. Uh, Eastern Bay of Plenty Acting Area Commander Inspector Greg Sparrow said. The man who was wearing blue bandanas around his wrist and neck went then physically removed the shirt from the boy before his father could intervene. Uh, Wakatani is known as the territory of the Black Power Gang, which is associated with blue-colored clothing. Black Power's main rival gang, the Mongrel Mob, is associated with red-colored co- clothing. Some bloods and Crips. These niggas sound like uh, like fantasy football names. <laughs> <laughs> Who's this? <laughs> The American gangsters were, um, yeah, this is ridiculous, dog. Um, this was a terrible incident, and no doubt it was frightening for the boy and his family. We're doing everything we can to locate this person and ensure he is held accountable. Regardless of whether the offender has a formal gang connection or not, we do not believe that we have an escalating problem in our community. A four-year-old boy, really? That's who you pick on, gangster? Mr. Gangster? Yeah, four. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was like older than four. No, he walked into a four-year-old little kid while his daddy was turned his back and said, "Take your shirt off. You wearing red, and the colors are supposed to be blue." I hope the Crips and Bloods find out about these niggas and shoot them all. Yeah, I don't think uh, uh. Hawaii for that though. <laughs> the man was uh, described as Maori, clean-shaven with black short hair, and about 170 centimeters tall. Wow, you're taking colors too seriously. His blue t-shirt had Wakatani in white lettering on the front. There have been a number of gang color-related assaults in the Bay of Plenty recently. November last year, a teenager was assaulted by a group in the car park of Wakatani Pakensay because he was wearing a red t-shirt. In January last year, Marupa, Marupa 16-year-old Jordan Herwini was run down and killed outside his home by a vehicle stolen from a family member. Mongrel mob members from Kaweru were charged with his murder. At the time, this sounds like an episode of Naruto. All these villages. <laughs> Kaweru! Bang attack! <laughs> At the time of the slaying, the boy was wearing a yellow shirt, the color associated with the rival tribesmen. With yeah. the rival tribes. These niggas need to get off the internet. Yeah. Wow. 
Gangster who blew on oh more gangster news. Gangster who blew on head off boasted gun was empty. <laughs> a leader of notorious criminal gang told only luggers with his Glock pistol that his Glock pistol wasn't loaded seconds before he put the gun to his head, pulled the trigger, and killed himself. <laughs> That's what he did. That's what he did. That's called street justice right there. I'm 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 for that. <laughs> Philip Kalapi, twenty nine. This nigga was twenty nine. You forgot he had one in the in the hole. Yeah. <laughs> this nigga was twenty nine. Wow. Fatally shot himself in front. Why can't the NRA do this? Um, fatally shot himself in front of a number of teenagers, including the youth who was temporary on temporary release from juvenile detention center. An inquest told yesterday. The hearing of Limerick Corners Court was also told that moments before Kalapi pointed the gun at his head, the well-known criminal said, "There's nothing in it. Watch." <laughs> <laughs> hey, watch this. Watching all right. Second later, seconds later, a bullet passed through his head, lodged itself in the ceiling of the home. Of Mary Kelly O'Donohue at St. Munch's Street, St. Mary's St. Mary's Park, Limerick, on March twenty first, two thousand nine. Wow! Strong gun. This happened in two thousand nine. Why is this just now getting the news? Officers arrived at the scene at two fifteen a.m. Um, and told Dr. Anthony Casey that the main pool of blood was in the middle of the s- sitting room floor, along with an empty shell. Damn, wow. dog! Right. That's a terrible way to die. Hell yeah! Yeah, he. He's surprised he ain't had no underwear on. Well, speaking of shootings, <laughs> three shot during filming a rap video in Dallas. Uh, <laughs> really? Keeping it real, keeping it real goes wrong. Keeping that gangster baby. <laughs> Dallas police are trying to figure out why the taping of a music video turned violent. Three, <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe it's a little John, a little John video, and people start taking them serious. Oh. You gonna shoot that nigga? Then shoot his ass. Yeah, why not? Three people were shot at the Bruton Mart Bazaar around 8 p.m. Police said all the victims, one women, one woman and two men, were taken to Baylor University Medical Center for treatment and are expected to recover. A large crowd of several hundred people lingered around the crime scene after the shootings. I never understood that. So shit happens when people get shot. I'm nowhere around that police tape, dog. I'm going no. that away. No. I have. I don't have that. Whatever that instinct is to be like. Hey, they was killing people over there. Let's check it out. Uh-uh. It, it don't even have to be a shooting. I was at school at Fayetteville State, and one of the football players got mad at a freshman football player, and I happened to catch in the corner of my eye where he took the cafeteria chair and cracked him on across the back. Got to go. And when I immediately seen that, I looked at the girl in front of me. I said, oh, time to go. I said, <laughs> I said you either come with me or you're going to be here because... I don't know about y'all, but at our school, our football players was kind of thuggy-thuggy. And, you know, they big, they strong, and I wasn't trying to get hurt. Yeah. And it's not even shooting. If I see violence happening, I'm, I'm out. Yeah, I'm going the other way, man. Unless some, one of my friends is involved or something, I got to... Like, I don't want to let... I wouldn't let... I wouldn't let somebody, like, just beat down my friend or something like that, but... I'm, I'm out. I'm going the other way. I love you. And now, my husband, I fight my husband to the end. I love you, but if you stupid enough to provoke a fight... You getting your ass whipped. I'm not jumping yeah, in. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't roll with niggas like that, though. Yeah. To be honest, I, I do have... A, I, will, I won't lie. There's one caveat to me of helping you fight. You can't be in the wrong. Yeah, and, and, and that's more my point. Like, like if I know that you're acting crazy and yeah. you're pushing buttons, oh, you don't. But at the same time, I don't really roll with anybody that I feel would just unprovokedly... Start getting fight. in fights and shit. I at least I've never seen that side of anybody that I really hang out with. Right. But uh, like 
for the most part, if something happened, I already, like, I know to jump in because it's just like, you know, like, Will, I would not think there's anything Will would do that fucking stupid to just start up. I'm haul off and just start whooping somebody's yeah. ass. Like, okay. I'm, like, as soon as like, if I see someone hit Will, I'm jumping in just off GP, like, Will must be right. Something must have happened and I gotta help him out. But if, like, we walked in and Will just like smacked the woman in the face. I'm like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? I'm like, look, I'm gone. Yeah, oh man, damn, it's 8:30. Ain't it? I got to go. And on top of that, I really can't fight, so I know I would get my ass whipped. So you better be a hell of a friend. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, a large crowd. Oh wait, I already said the part of the large crowd. I'll be the officers from the Dallas City Marshal's office, sir. That's backwards. Well, it shouldn't say office. We're working at the site for the video shoot. Investigators were questioning two suspects. The incident in the second time is the second time this spring that a video shoot in Dallas has caught local authorities' attention. Back in March, a video was shot for an Erica Badu. Oh, that video is off the chain. I have not seen it, but I've seen the pictures. Miss Badu, the window seat. Miss yes. Badunkadunk. Yes, <laughs> I love, I already loved Badu before that, but damn, I always knew she was hiding a fatty back there. I knew it. I got fatty sense. Like, I could just look at a girl and be like, mm, I know what's under there. Um, <laughs> see it from the front. I expect yeah. Police charged uh, Badu with disorderly conduct. Forget that part, man. Oh, oh, this is sad. I don't want to talk about this. This is just some funny shit. But some people in China got killed, but because they got hacked up by some dude, and that's it's not the first time this happened. It's happened Yo, a few you times. About, I remember hearing about this dude running up in schools in China and chopping up kids, or some shit. Yeah, yeah, that's been yeah. happening frequently there. You thought that was the trash? What the hell going on with those, man? Um, but uh, let's. There's a couple things I want to talk about. Arizona judge keeps DMX jail, refuses rapper's celebrity rehab request. Now, is it, uh, now, is it me or does he kind of look like Danny Glover? <laughs> oh my y'all got to see this picture. Right? <laughs> he rubbed his face in some dirt, man. Nah, yeah, he's falling on some hard times. Yes, though. he is. Yeah. His head been combed in like yeah. forever. I've never seen DMX with hair like that. Yeah. Either, look man. like Danny Glover and Rasheed Wallace. According to a rep from the Maricopa County Superior Court in Arizona, the judge rejected the rapper's petition for one reason. He's already doing really well in the Arizona court-appointed substance abuse program, which ends early in July. After that, the judge says DMX can pursue treatment at Dr. Drew's facility, but by then, taping will already have begun for celeb rehab, and X will have missed his chance. Aww. So if he was <laughs> fucking up in jail... Yeah. <laughs> you can't gone. stay off the crack. Okay, you can go see Dr. Drew. <laughs> go ahead, be on TV. DMX was just sentenced to six months in jail for violating his probation, but rehab can save him from doing hard time. DMX admitted to, sev- to five separate probation violations, the result of using illegal drugs... During the hearing, a rep from the Pasadena Recovery Center gave the judge a letter from Dr. Drew Pinsky uh, asking permission to treat X at his facility. I wonder if Dr. Drew actually had, like, D of X at, in his letter. Like, <laughs> can you please release Mr. X into my <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Sign. Yeah. Um, the rapper's manager, Nakia Walker, had previously spoken on the client situation. Of course, it's unfortunate and painful to see Earl incarcerated, as there are a lot of rumors and lies surfacing regarding the the details of his personal and professional state, Walker said in the interview. However, thank God for a great team, family, friends, pastors, and doctors 
Collectively, I am excited to say that X's team is putting forth every effort to ensure the success of Earl's health and career. Well, they can let go of that career thing. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. I, and he, and he's through. I can't picture him dropping another classic. Nah, um, that's a Greyhound dog that uh, ran his last race. Speaking of rappers, Jada Kiss says Diddy and Locks deal losing steam. We got a few more calls on the table right now. We got a few more calls on the table right now. <laughs> um, that's a board. That's on board with a few offers. It was making. It was in the making with. Uh, Diddy's it was in the making with Diddy but after we put out that ha ha showdown remix slow down remix we got a man I'm so behind on like mixtapes and shit yeah like dudes be talking about their mixtapes and I really be like I have not heard that and have no interest yeah Yeah. put an album out yeah put out a fucking album uh, so I can download it Uh, (laughs) we got a few more calls and that's on the table right now. We they up the ante. The ante got upped off the of light freestyle. You see the impact? You feel that? He said that the MTV. Um, last March, last March, Styles P also said Diddy a Diddy deal had not been finalized. Ain't nobody vocal. We ain't signed a puff yet. Styles P is one of my favorite ignorant rappers. Like I don't really fuck with Styles P. Like I wouldn't buy his album. But every time, every verse he has is ridiculously violent. Like. To the point of just like ludicrousness. Okay. Like dude would be like like he had one verse where he was like, I got my guy out, I spray all y'all niggas. Meet me in Times Square, I kill all y'all niggas. Like, really? All the niggas? <laughs> That's a lot of niggas style tree. I hope everybody ain't hearing this mixtape. But uh, you know, they always talk crazy like that. But what I wanted to bring up about this article is that they used to have beef with Puff Daddy over their initial deal. And the rap game is just so like Controlling and manipulative, mm-hmm. these niggas are really considering re-signing with Puff Daddy, who they used to make songs about, like what they would do to him, and yeah. like that's how fucked up the rap game has gotten to where there's so little money left that they're like, maybe we should just re-sign with yeah, him. That, that's what's happened when you're desperate. Yeah, man, that's crazy. Ain't nobody listening to the locks no more. They're irrelevant. So yeah, dude, I'm, I'm with you, man. Um. And the last thing I want to talk about, Shirley Wong on Twitter submitted this article for us to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's by Brian Kaplan, and it says, Why not weight classes for prison? Why do we se- have separate men and women's prisons? You don't have to envision the alternative for long to have your answer. Co-ed prisons would be a living hell of rape and brutality. Or perhaps I should say even more of a living hell of rape and brutality because that already describes single-sex prisons today. And that's one thing I do find funny. Whenever people are like, we need to make prison tougher. I'm like, yeah, okay. You do get cable. You do get three meals. But you get raped in the booty hole. But the anal rape threat over your head (laughs) is kind of significant and we're kind of downplaying it. And to go with the shanking... Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't like stealing myself. Like I don't, I don't want to have to be blowing nobody for cigarettes. Okay, that's ridiculous. Uh, that is not how. Like, if you're not already scared enough of jail, then that's on you. I don't know what else we can do to scare a nigga out of jail. But if you're already kind of cool with, like, I might get raped in the ass. It's too late. It's too late. You're making too making it one less meal a day is not going to be the line where you're like this is ridiculous <laughs> now I do not want to be raped in the ass I would do this for cereal I don't mind being raped in the ass but yeah. don't take my don't take my CNN yeah exactly <laughs> I want my internet access I would do this for digital cable but y'all reducing it just to basic cable hell no um <laughs> alright I'm not raising this issue to ruin Mother's Day so I guess he wrote this on Mother's Day 
It's a lead-in to a serious proposal for prison reform. Once you know how to make prisons even worse, you know how to make them better. Namely, reduce the variant of strength and aggression within single-sex prison by separating prisoners into something like weight classes. In boxing, heavyweights don't fight featherweights. It's not a fair fight. But in prison, heavyweights serve their time side by side with featherweights, or as I like to call them, twans. <laughs> a simple remedy for rape and brutality, then, is to split up prisoners by size and strength. You can assign various classes of prisoners to different wings. You can have the Kevin Durant wing, or you can have the uh, Ving Rains wing. You know what I'm saying? I could get down with either one. You know, to separate everybody. Or if that's too logistically difficult, you can assign each prisoner a weight class and then reallocate existing prisoners. Admittedly, we already have prisons for different kinds of offenses, minimum security, maximum security, everything in between. Like separating men and women, this probably makes the prison experience a little less hellish. But there's still a long way to go, and my proposal seems like an obvious and cheap improvement over the status quo. Note, the weight class system targets prisoner-on-prisoner -prisoner abuse. It has no, defect of, no direct effect of the comparable problem of authority on prisoner abuse. Even there, though, my reform would do some good. It's probably easier for a guard to get away with raping a prisoner in an environment where prisoners are raping each other on a regular basis. That must be a women's prison problem. Yeah. I, I doubt. I hope there aren't men prisons where dudes, the guards is like, mm, look at this nigga. I know it. Women. Even though I'm free and I could have sex with women outside, I would rather rape men inside a prison. Uh, on the surface, it seems like weight classes for prisoners should appeal to people from many different ideological standpoints. Unless you tactically favor prison rape, perhaps as an extra determinant in an overly forgiving legal system. Hell yeah. Yeah, I think a lot of people... <laughs> Like, don't take the rape out. Then it's, then it's like a vacation. Man, the way I look at it is like this, man. Prison's not supposed to be fun. Right. No, Make not. prison bad. It's a deterrent. So, if you take out the rape, it's yeah. like camp. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. It's like, where I could be, ain't, ain't nobody bigger than me in there. We are all the same size. The other thing that they talk about is there's a lot of consensual sex in prison, too. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. I mean, everybody's talking about rape and shit, but it's a lot of people in there selling... Well, but the, thing is, but the thing is that you don't have that regardless of what the weight class is. I think he's on, he's saying that big dudes force themselves on the right. little dudes. Well, then how would a little dude get with a big dude though if he's always locked up? Maybe he want you know maybe he want a big dude. Yeah, but I think the the majority of them. Don't want to be fucking ass. I don't know. That's, that's what I'm going off for. I saw the Toss Salad Man on HBO a long time ago. And that nigga was like, he was cool with everything. Yeah, well, all I'm saying is. Throw them all, all the motherfuckers in there together. I'm glad that there's some, some niggas raping niggas up in prison. <laughs> I, I mean, as bad as that sounds, I'm glad motherfuckers are getting raped. I'm glad people are getting shanked. I'm glad people are overdosing. I'm glad they're getting beat up by guards. Because if the shit was lovely, everybody won't be the turn. I'm against uh, rape of all forms. I think I've said that before on, on today's podcast. Except in prison. Uh, I'm against prison. I'm against prison rape too, man. Too. If this shit would help, I'm sorry. Hey, I know, man. You're pro rape. I know you stated this several times over the years, man. Uh, yeah, you know. I mean, what's a little? You know, sometimes you gotta just take it. It's like Jason Whitlock said, man. You cannot trust women who have been raped to <laughs> to have a logical reason explanation of why people should go to prison. Okay, just because you testified that a celebrity raped you. You should have that shit thrown out. And, you know, if you can't agree with that, you are not a reasonable person. I'm sorry. At all. <laughs> nah, but seriously, though, um, 
the weight class thing does seem smart to if that's your goal to get raped out. But like you said, some people are not going to want to get out. Some people think prison is too nice as is. Yeah. And I just, I'm like, come on, dog. If, if you act like, even if you told me, look, you can stay in this loft downtown it's for free. And it's like a $500,000 loft. And, you know, you got free access to parking. And you got a nice car. And you live downtown. The only thing is, you might get raped every once in a while. I would be like, fuck you and fuck your law. That's a nice place. Prison ain't that fucking nice. No. That I would be like, well, I guess you get raped every once in a while. I mean, you get used to it after a while. Like, like this, like, I don't know, man. But, I, I, I mean. That's why they have prison games. I think the idea will work. I think the idea will work. But um, it depends on what you think prison is for. Rehabilitation or punishment? Or both? Don't nobody get rehabilitated in prison. Man, please. I know plenty of brothers that... I can't believe you just said that. Uh, How many times have we listened to Juan Valentine and we heard the Reformed you Brothers... You never heard of the Quran, my brother. Just because you learn a lot of big words that you don't know how to use don't mean you've been reformed. <laughs> Dog, you can use a phone, though, after getting out of prison... Can you obviously reform? That's how I look. That's my goal. Nah, I'm just joking. But anyway, guys, um, thanks, Will. You know, it's no good having you. Thank you um, for having me back. Make sure y'all follow Will. He's at uh, Mr. Montgomery, Mr. Underscore Montgomery, right? Yep. And uh, make sure y'all follow me on Twitter. I'm at Rodden's Prime. Um, stay dad again, dad, as in D-A-T. And um, also check out my blog, uh, theblackouttips.blogspot.com. And, um, you know, leave us a comment on the, on the podcast uh, mm-hmm. when I send out the link. Or you can leave a comment on Facebook. Or you can just hit us up on Twitter and let us know what you think about it. Yeah, or um, comment on iTunes. Yeah, you can leave a review or a rating on iTunes. And we're getting up there. We, I mean, there's a lot of podcasts I respect that have less reviews than us and less ratings, too. So we and we really do appreciate every single review. Yes, we do every single download. It yeah. all. Yeah, we check the downloads religiously, man. We got people downloading shit in like Iran. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's a dude that's a soldier that listens to our podcast. Oh, cool. Yeah, that is cool, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? Support the troops, dog. Yeah, yeah. we even got Al Qaeda listen to us. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Don't know you that. say that shit. I'm not about that, that is not true, America. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I support the troops, not our patriots. <laughs> Yeah. He in the mountains. Who he's on I don't know, dog. They got all kinds of fucking surveillance now. I ain't trying to be the next nigga on uh, CNN. You gonna have the CIA tapping your phone? Yeah, Obama gonna show up uh, like he did for Uncle Ruckus. (laughs) 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 Y'all watch Boondocks? Hell yeah. Yeah, I like it. When I was watching Boondocks, did yours fuck up for like? Yeah, but I recorded it again at three in the morning, so hopefully I got it right. But uh, yeah, that was a good episode too. But uh, all right, guys, we're out for now. Um, love you. I love you too, baby. All right, guys, and we're out. Peace. Same time this week.
what I want so much She never hurt this bad Never did this before That's what the verdict says We've been generally warned That's what the surgeon says God talk to me now This is an emergency And she claims she only with me for the currency You cut me deep, bitch Cut me like surgery And I was too proud to admit that it was hurting me I never do that to you At least purposely We breaking up again We making up again But we don't love no more I guess we fucking then Have you ever felt you ever want to kill her? And you mix them emotions with your killer And you mix that with a little bad advice On one of them bad nights you have a bad fight And you talk about a family Her aunts and shit And she say Motherfucker, your mama's a bitch You know, domestic drama and shit All the attitude I never hit a girl But I shake the shit out of you But I'ma be the bigger man Big pippin' like chicken man Oh, I guess I figure it's That's sweet You gon' be the dad for me I don't want you But I need you I love you and hit you at the very same time what I want so much, she never hurt this bad, never did this before, that's what the virgin says, we've been generally warned, that's what the surgeon says, God talk to me now, this is an emergency, and my nigga said I shouldn't let it worry me, I need to focus on the girls we getting currently, but I've been thinking and it got me back to sinking in, this relationship it even got me back to drinking at this Tennessee. Time she ever spilled a soul to me. I fucked up and I know it's.